music. True Story uncovers the hidden history that makes Jackson so special. Welcome to the morning show on this snowy Monday morning. How are you? Winter is here. It is here. It is. With here. a vengeance. I don't like it. You don't? I just got back from up north and it was so beautiful up there. And you know the difference between here and there, I'd never mind the snow, mm -hmm. but once you get north of Claire, you get bluebird skies yeah. and white billowy clouds for the most part. We, we, we had that on Friday, then we had a blizzard and like crazy gale force winds on Saturday. Yeah. And then yesterday morning was so pretty, we stayed and skied. Really? Most of the day, yeah, because Katie races um, with NASTAR, and so we did that. <laughs> But, um, I would it was love so to see some uh, highlights of that professional skiing that she does. Well, I don't know how professional but it's really fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> She good. got a bronze yesterday. That's so. legit. Yeah, that's something. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so. So are you considering moving to Petoskey to enroll the kids up there where they actually have ski? Uh, the ski is a sport? No. Have I you, mean, I love it. Every time, yeah. I, especially Harbor Springs. Every time I'm in Harbor Springs, I'm like, you know what? I could live here, yeah. but I live in kind of a little Harbor Springs in Brooklyn and at yeah. the lake and Jackson. I mean, we just, we're going to staycation where we are and just enjoy going up there from time to time. I don't think I'm going to make it up north this winter. Serious? Yeah. Just, uh, you full, snowboard, don't you? I, not recently, no? but, uh, yeah, I mean, we've got, we went up a few times the last few winters, but it's, uh, it's just a full schedule. Well, you're so delicate. You probably yeah. shouldn't, you should just like go to warm beaches and I know. rest and, and relax. when my face gets cold, it just kind of cracks and just <laughs> falls off so yeah. so yeah um another thing that we haven't talked about was you had a birthday i did happy birthday from all of us here Thank you, you did a uh a good job keeping it uh quiet from us we forgot good we didn't necessarily forget you didn't totally forget because i got some calls that bart talked about it on his show but um you know they just keep coming and they're coming faster and faster and that number is getting so big and i actually though this year i decided <laughs> i feel silly but you know what? i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait until i've got more information to share what i plan to do in my 47th year to okay. help make the world a better place we'll talk about save that for next month yeah we can't wait to hear what you're gonna do at 47. This weekend was crazy. The football, NFL football games were awesome. Uh, all four games. Four amazing games. Yeah, didn't want them to end. So, could you pick a, uh, do you have a favorite game? Hmm. Well, I was really torn um, uh, with Stafford and Brady. You know, like, mm -hmm. I'm a Tom Brady fan. Like, yeah. I always am rooting for him, especially as an aging <laughs> Michigander. Um, but for Stafford, that was so huge. And he has now won more playoff games than modern-day Lions ever in one year. I know. So I'm, I'm, I'm torn as well. I'm not sure how I feel about yeah. that. Yeah. You know, that's great that uh, Matthew has found success with another team. Yeah. But I, I think I was still rooting for uh, Tom Brady. In fact, I was. Brandon, Lions fan, do you, are you happy for Stafford? I'm happy for Stafford, but I don't like the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. But LA has enough to celebrate. They do. Yeah, I struggle with that a little bit too. What about um, the 49ers? 
uh, versus Green Bay, who are you rooting for? 49ers. I despise Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Yeah, so. like everybody else in the room that I was in felt the same way. But, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a Midwest girl. I wanted a Midwest presence in the Super Bowl. Why who were do you there think? no Let cheese me ask heads? You this. Are they not allowed to wear cheese heads anymore? I don't know if they are. Um, there were no cheese heads in the crowd. Who, who's a better looking quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo or Aaron Rodgers? Garoppolo. Okay. <laughs> if, if Aaron Rodgers is watching, I mean, I'm sure there's so many things people want to say, but I'm going to say, please cut your hair. Yeah, he's, a, he's got a bad attitude and is a bad family man as well. So that's why we like. Uh, I could talk about Jimmy. that. My husband and I debated that. We only know that because his family went to the press. Yeah, so we don't maybe know. They were a maybe it's a little more complicated than we think. I'm just a, I'm just a hater. I just so. think it's the bad hair. It could be. He's got quite the flow going, but uh, <laughs> that will look good in the off season as he is gone fishing. So two good games next weekend. We'll be uh, looking forward to that. Did you have um, any time you're out of town? I know you like to try uh, different type of foods. Did you? Uh, did you have some good meals while you were away? Yeah, we had lots of good food up north as always. And I want to plead. Is it plead? Yeah, make a plea plead. to our um, area restaurants to please bring a scotch egg to Jackson because it's fantastic. What have you ever had it? I have, Grand River Brewery. Yes, and when they first these. opened, yep. they had it. Please bring it back and serve it with caramelized onions and pub mustard because <laughs> it is to die for. So it's a hard boiled or soft boiled egg. Like I've seen yeah. it a couple different ways. I like it like more medium, wrapped in sausage. Yes. And then like deep flash fried. fried. Well, you, you, I've had it deep fried, but I've okay. also just had it flash fried, which is maybe slightly healthier. Okay. I don't know, but oh. It is a party yeah. in my mouth. It was fantastic. Anything to dip, dip them in? Or yeah, just, then pub yeah. mustard. Pub mustard. You put a little um, caramelized onion, little pub mustard. It's yeah. fantastic. You know what? Wesley is on today. I'm going to beg him to put it on his menu. Anything Especially with, this uh, time of the year. Like, it's so warm and hearty. Anything with eggs gives me a uh, instant trip to the bathroom. You hate eggs? I'm allergic to eggs. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This oh, yeah. is brand new information. No, no, everyone knows. Yep, if Gosh. I have eggs, it's the immediate influenza of the stomach. <laughs> so. What did you do this weekend? I ate eggs. <laughs> no, we had uh, basketball, uh, which Full was nice. Force. Yeah, yeah, we had the team back together. Um, we've had some, uh, you know, we you miss kids every week because yeah. of COVID. Yeah. You just do, and that's kind of what's been happening. Um, but yeah, we were all back together and uh, got a couple wins. It was fun. And uh, how many games did you guys play? We just played two. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Two over at Parkside, and uh, we had a great time. A lot of fun. Nice. And then, um, yeah, we talked about this briefly. Spring cleaning. We've already kind of. Where does all this stuff come from, right? We've already started uh, a little bit, and we're in the donation phase and yes. still taking down. Yeah, so this is a great time to do it, right? Mm -hmm. So especially in my industry, I always tell people if you're thinking about selling, this is a great time. The weather's kind of crappy. There's not that much that we can do outside. Mm -hmm. People are usually somewhat hibernating. Get that dumpster. Call Liberty Land. Call Modern Waste. Get a dumpster and just start purging. You won't believe the stuff. Well, I mean, obviously, if they're if they're still usable, give them away. Yeah. But you won't believe all the garbage and junk and broken items that you have in your home until you have a dumpster and they deliver it and you're like, oh, I'll never fill it. You fill it. You will fill it and you might need two. But there are a couple other things I wanted to share. I okay. was texting with you last night about it. So if you've ever heard of, is it, it's spa clean. Spa clean. So if you have a jetted mom, which I do, and I'm a total bath girl, and I turn those puppies on and just <laughs> relax the day away. 
But somebody recommended these to me, actually my plumber, and I did it, <laughs> and it was the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. Now, I turn those jets on, nothing bad comes out. Right. But you put this cleaner in there, and it like gets in there and cleans it. So gross. So, one, it just should be clean, something you, I should do yes. on a regular basis for my own sake. But two, if you are thinking about selling, you know, during a home inspection, they fill it up with water and turn on the jets. Okay. And, you know, if it's cruddy or whatever, gross, it could totally right? yeah. be a turnoff for your buyers. And then the other thing was, just before COVID, we did a bathroom renovation, and we got the glass doors. And Ooh. I was a nervous wreck because I've been in thousands of homes, and I'd say nine out of ten, they're cloudy. You know, there's kind of a lime thing. Yeah. And I had voiced that concern um, to Jenna um, Salabian, the designer that helped us, and she said, well, you have to use um, this cleaner. I wrote it down. Where is it at? I don't think I... I think I even have a picture of it. It's like eco-clean or yeah. something. Uh, something after shower care. Okay. So every other time I'm in the shower, I spray it all over it. You have to agitate it. I've learned that with a washcloth. What does washcloth. agitate like, mean? Wax on, wax off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you do that, rinse it down with the, uh, um, whatever, help me. Hose? Whatever, no, <laughs> shower head, and then squeegee it. I swear to God, like my Brand dog, new? like it. Really? Yeah, Is because it's so crystal clear. So. Perfect for you if you need to spring clean and kind of wash away that winter uh, staining and lime, yeah. but especially if you're thinking about selling. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, my favorite spring cleaning tool is, a, uh, is the large black landscape, or- um, Garbage? Garbage bag, yeah. yeah. And um, because there's just so much garbage. Uh, but also clothes donations. There's so mm -hmm. many places to, to donate clothes. Yep in uh, Jackson, so don't just throw that stuff away. Make sure you donate it. We made a stop at the Aware Shelter prior to Christmas and so grateful. And you know, they need kids' clothes just as much as they need, you know, adult women's clothes. Yeah. And those people are transitioning, so keep them in mind. St. Vincent de Paul makes it super easy with their pull-up. And I think the Interface Shelter will even take clothing yeah. too. Oh, there's so. so many places. Just call us, we'll tell you uh, where to drop those off. Every time you're out of town, you uh, find a Chick-fil-A and <laughs> then want to bring a Chick-fil-A to Jackson. And I'm going to challenge you. Yeah. I don't think we need one now that we have a Popeyes. See, I disagree. Really? Yeah, okay. I disagree um, for a couple of reasons. But one, just the sheer commerce. I mean, we talked about this before. Like, I would love to do a socioeconomic study in downtown Jackson and like invite Apple. Bring an Apple store to downtown Jackson. It, We'll, we'll give it to you, the city. I'm talking on behalf of the city. Sure. No taxes for a year. You know, let's just see how you do. Right. And I guarantee, my thought is that there will be such a huge influx of awesome socioeconomics that it will be worth it. I right? like it. So same thing with Chick-fil-A. Have you ever been to a Chick-fil-A where there is not a line? No. Not a traffic jam no. per se? No. And they're always in those shopping centers. And They are. And I watch people pull around and then go to the shops, you know, with their what in is their hand. It's so good. It is good. So I love that they have the grilled nuggets too, oh, yes. not For just the, the bread. Yeah, yes, the I healthy. love those. So, yeah. And they have great iced tea and they have the best ice. I have gone and bought a bag of ice and put it in a cooler and brought it home and put it from in my their ice machine. Ice? Yes. It's just you can the, buy a bag uh, of ice. It's just the shaved ice, right? Yeah, but it's like porous. So yeah. like if you have an iced tea, it kind of like to it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, you should uh, look into maybe opening a franchise. So don't you think that there should be one at Jackson Crossing in that I parking lot? I think we lot? could certainly have one, yes. I yeah. think so, And too. I think with the highway traffic, it would be busy at all. All so. times, except for Sundays when they are closed, which I respect, but always hate when I'm driving home from Mount When you're traveling, yes, that's always, always an issue. Yes. So.
eggs and Chick-fil-A's. Those are my That's good. food requests That's a good, to uh, the universe. 20, 2022 <laughs> diet, <laughs> scotch eggs and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> sounds good. Mm. So, very good. Um, we get to our Extreme Dodge scoreboard, brought to you by our friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Ram, be a good day for a Jeep. That's for sure. Yeah, one. The Mel Wolf Open. Of course, Mel uh, Mel Wolf, uh, close to our hearts, used to work uh, for us at JTV. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Mel Wolf Open. He was a phenomenal uh, professional bowler and golfer uh, in the area. Nice. Um, qualifying Northwest. They qualified first. Grass Lake fourth. Hanover twelfth. In the stepladder, Jonesville defeated Northwest. Grass Lake took care of Mason, and then in the semifinal, Grass Lake over Jonesville. Final Holt over Grass Lake. On deck for tonight, January 24th. Uh, good game. Hanover Horton at Napoleon. That should be a good one. And then Vandercook Lake at Addison. And girls basketball, Jonesville, they head to Concord and Lumen Christie will visit the Homer Trojans. Competitive cheer. We have Concord and Springport. They'll be out at Quincy and then bowling at Michigan Center of Vandercook Lake today. At 30? At 30 p.m. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Question mark 30 p.m. Looks like, I like that. And then We have some uh, great games this week for you. We're going to have two uh, high school girls games and then one boys game on Friday. Today's show is brought to you by Jackson's Playhouse. Right now you can join Jackson's for just $10 a month fun imaginative play at jackson's it's a great great deal especially with what when their nature has are you kidding in me? store yeah. for us this week take your kids to fun days yeah you can get a uh, jackson's playhouse, or jackson's New, playhouse where yes. fun days used to be That's jackson's right. playhouse jackson's playhouse it's by nights even it, better it is unbelievable it's been since they have a uh, play village um you know you should go you could uh have some imaginative play. You could be a firefighter, a police officer, a doctor, a vet. We should go. <laughs> that sounds like something fun for us to do this afternoon. That would be a, uh, a wonderful thing. <laughs> hey, we have a great show lined up for you this morning. We're going to get things started with Kelly Crum and Jacob Innocencio from Jackson College right after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. On JTV, our job of the day today comes to you from the Michigan Department of Corrections. Get dedicated. Reach success. Corrections is hiring. Immediate openings available in our area, and the MDOC is offering paid training, virtual training options, great pay benefits, and a signing bonus. Corrections officers start close to $19 an hour. Registered nurse signing bonus of $5,000. To learn more, visit governmentjobs.com slash career slash MDOC. We'd like to now welcome our guests, our first guest on today's morning show from Jackson College, Director of Multicultural Affairs, Kelly Crum, and Jacob Innocencio. How are not, you? I'm well, but not the director. You're not the director. Just Kelly. You are yeah. Latin affinity yeah. liaison Absolutely. for uh, Jackson College. And, and this is a uh, 
a, a new program that you guys are using. Talk a little bit about that. Kelly. It is, it is. But I'm not the director of multicultural affairs. I can't steal that title because that new title goes to Antoine Breitlove. Oh, that's I'm sorry. No, that's okay. He would be like, no, that's my title. <laughs> so I have a new title now. Okay, what title? It's Chief Diversity Officer. Ooh, I, I like that. that even better. I like that. Do you? I do. All right. I like Chief. that. That works. Like a very big emphasis on the no, chief. No. Yeah. In charge of everything charge. and everyone. Yeah. So what is the chief diversity officer in charge of at Jackson College? So um, overseeing equity initiatives at the college to make sure things are equitable and things are fair. And so it consists of um, a lot of meetings with my colleagues and then having these wonderful people, these affinity liaisons that have joined Jackson College. So um, just to give you a little backstory of the history of how these positions came. Yeah. And I'm so excited to have Jacob sit next to me today. <laughs> so um, late last spring, Dr. Faye talked about, you know, wanting us to be more inclusive at the college. And so this great idea of affinity liaisons who identify with their local communities to come back to bring to us ideas, um, <clears throat> are there any barriers that, we're, that they're facing to get into college is open to everyone, access is important. And so we have seven affinity liaisons nice. that work for the college, they're temp and part. And so Jacob serves as our Latinx. We have our mayor, Daniel Mahoney, as our African-American liaison. Nice. We have Cheryl Raglan as our faith-based. We have, um, John Robertson as our LBGTQIA. We have Ayoshida as our Asian and Pacific Islander. We have um, Matthew Zelasco Barrett, who is our Indian. And we have um, Liz Story as our elder. So we have all these affinity liaisons connecting with our community, again, to bridge any gaps that we have when it comes to equity. So it's been amazing. So I thought Jacob could come and share some of the yeah. things that he's doing with the local communities and speak on his colleagues today. Yeah, it sounds like you've, you've built a great team, really. And, I think uh, so. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. These are smart, intelligent people who know their community. Yeah. I love what you said, that you know, college is for everybody, everybody that wants it. And the mm -hmm. education piece is so important. But for some, it seems unattainable. Absolutely. Just impossible. So if somebody's watching this and they're inspired by what you guys are saying, what would be the first step or who should they reach out to? Well, um, they can definitely reach out to us by our phone, you know, calling Jackson College's um, main number or, you know, everybody has a smartphone yeah. or access to a computer. They can Google jccmi.edu. Um, start with our admissions department. Okay. Um, but anybody that you see on there can point you to the right avenue into getting into college. I'm here today, people can contact me in my office and we'll be glad to um, connect them with whoever they need to to have access to college. Are these liaisons available to them too if they identify with Absolutely. some of the liaisons and they want to sit down and talk mm -hmm. about Absolutely. strategies? Absolutely. Absolutely. Our, Jacob, how can they get to you? For sure. So our <laughs> contact is on our website at the jccmi.edu. You go backslash affinity or Department of Diversity, Equity, and Belonging, and they're going to get right to the website and they can contact each of us, our photo, our name, what we do is all right there. Um, and then they can get a hold of us. They can call me 
Uh, they can email me. That would probably be better. Emailing us is uh, the more sure way to get a response. Because um, if we don't email back, Kelly will make sure that we do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we uh, are accessible that way. And what we'll probably do is we'll sit down and say, okay, what are your barriers to entry for college? Do you definitely want to go? Are you thinking of going? Mm -hmm. If you do want to go, what is maybe standing in your way? Yeah. And I go to Kelly and I say, resources. Here's what we need. Here's what this particular student needs. And what's so exciting to me about this initiative is I think JC is really doing an <laughs> doing a really good job of taking the next step of diversity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we often see diverse initiatives around race, and it's super important that we do um, because, you know, for 400 years plus, we've codified, you know, anti-race equity approaches in this country. So to take the race step is huge, but then to go beyond um, racial identity and to ethnicity, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Technically, I is the... Um, affinity for the East Asian, and Matthew is the affinity for the Indian subcontinent. Now those are both technically in Asia, but they're vastly different ethnic cultures and yeah. backgrounds. So the college said, we're going to have two. We're going to have the approaches because they're totally different. Yeah. It'd be wrong to say, oh, well, they're all from Asia, okay. so we're going to put all these people in right. the same bubble. Absolutely not. Um, same conversation. You know, uh, if you were from the Caribbean and you're black, maybe you want to reach out to Mr. Mahoney, or maybe you want to reach out to me depending on if you want to lean more into the ethnicity or the race identification and the conversation you want to have. But I think JC's doing a really good job of looking at diversity from a broad lens, right? Gender identity, sexual orientation, mm -hmm. racial, ethnic, religious, age. Those are all things mm -hmm. that fit into someone's you know, right. diverse makeup. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see that we go beyond this because even at some of our big universities and other community colleges, the diverse conversation starts and stops with race a lot of the time. Yeah. Right. And I think it's an important first step. But to see that we have taken the initiative beyond that, I think is really important. And, uh, you know, making a, a stronger college. You know, I, I assume recruitment will be uh, a part of some of uh, the liaison's roles as well. Absolutely. That yeah. is part of their responsibility um, to recruit, to retain. Yeah. You know, we want students to, mm -hmm. to finish. We want them to have an end goal. I'm not saying everyone needs to have an associate degree, but there's a lot of certificate programs, yeah. you know, trade programs. And so the earlier that we start with our early college programs and those students even seeing these liaisons, yeah. hopefully they can see them. You can't see, yeah. you can't be what you can't see, right? right? So we're um, really, you know, Dr. Phelan's doing a, ma a magnificent job with this initiative, charging me to make sure that we are equity-minded, yeah. that we're about diversity, belonging, inclusion at Jackson College. So there's some really good things that are happening. Yeah, and um, this has been going on for quite a while too. This yeah. is we're not just starting this today. Absolutely. There's a lot of folks, you know, including yourself. A lot of has gone into getting to this point at the college. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Um, Talk a little bit about your role and kind of how you see yourself connecting with, you know, high school students or future college students. For sure. So uh, my role is specific to the Latinx and the Hispanic community. And so it's different how each of us connect with our groups, right? For me, um, my connection happens through a lot of religious leaders, um, different community members, um, because my specific population um, might have issues, uh, not exclusively, but may have issues with documentation, trust of systems. Mm -hmm. and you know, many populations have issues with trust of systems, but for um, so it, 
you know, talk to the religious leaders that people trust, the community leaders, talk to the teachers. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time last semester um, in an ESL classroom at J High talking to students and kind of learning, you know, what do you, what do you need? What do you want? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be a doctor? Okay, you need to start with some science classes at JC. Do you want to be a mechanic? Well, we've got a program for that too, kind of figuring out what the model needs to look like. Right. And asking them, what are your clear barriers to entry? You know, mm -hmm. why are you not planning to go to JC right now? Is it that it's just not for you? Is it you can't afford it? Is it a documentation issue? Mm -hmm. Is it a current high school issue? No one's ever sat down with you and said, you need to do these things in high school mm -hmm. to reach the path you want to be to. A lot of people, I think, can say, this is where I want to go, mm -hmm. but maybe no one's ever told them these are the steps because the, nobody in front of them has ever had those steps, right? Yeah. And so we sit down and we say, what is it that you're looking for? And then how can we help you get there? So a lot of that, the student to student stuff, is really important. Um, in addition to that, we work with our current students because we want to make sure that the current students who have mm -hmm. already come to JC feel celebrated, feel recognized, mm -hmm. and feel supported. So, hey, I'm in the process of starting a Hispanic student group. Mm -hmm. And that group will just be community, fellowship, uh, leaning on each other. We often feel safe when people look like us, talk like us, and share our lived experiences. And so just getting students together and saying, let's just be students. Because all of the problems of college, the grades, the office mm -hmm. hours, the mental health, the moving away from home, the food mm -hmm. access, that's all still there. And we have to feel like we maybe don't belong. Yeah. So how do we break that down in this mm -hmm. student group? Uh, the yeah. big third tier that we do, community engagement and mm -hmm. education. Um, so we have different events for our staff, students, and the public around education, celebration of heritage, celebration of ethnicity, celebration of race. And so we have different events. We had a puja um, a couple of weeks ago. We have different art nights. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Mm -hmm. nice. so a lot of added value for your mm -hmm. students. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, in a much broader reach than just county. I mean, you guys are now Jackson College, and yes. so your reach can be very broad. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, especially with a lot of our classes now that are so students have the um, option to zoom in on nice. a lot of our mm -hmm. things too. And so, you know, the global society that we're living in, we have to be innovative. Yeah. So however we can reach. And so, you know, the affinity league is a great way, awesome way to reach our community yeah. as well. Not just the students on campus, but our community. So those events that are forthcoming, mm -hmm. yeah. we're going to invite JTB to come out and oh, hang out nice. with us. So including you, you had something that had to get rescheduled when oh, we're talking about yes. diversity we can't help but talk about dr martin luther king Absolutely. and his celebration had to be rescheduled yes postpone that um you know with the rising numbers um of this variant um, the college is about safety mm -hmm. um not just of our employees but our community so it was in the best interest to postpone it and you know i was reflecting on wow, we have to postpone this event. But Dr. King, it wasn't just a one day just to yeah. celebrate around his birthday. This man, 365 days, he was about equality. Yep. You know, um, the, leading the civil rights movement, social justice, yeah. nonviolence. And so even though we're celebrating this event now, yeah. March 19th, um, doors open at 4.30 at Jackson College, we still just want to embrace his life, his legacy. This is about the purpose, the commitment, and the justice. Purpose of what is your purpose in life? Yeah. Right? Find that purpose and be committed to the cause. And the justice. We're still fighting social justice issues as we speak. And so um, we're excited to have the community. We have a lot of sponsors that have already been excited to come and see 
our one and only CEO, Paula Autry. No, We're excited to have her. And then our MLK Service Award winner, Monica Pierce. Oh, nice. Um, you know, principal of instruction at mm -hmm. Jackson High School. So it's going to be a wonderful event. No snow, right? Oh, no. It won't no. be like it is today, no, right? There will not be snow, no. So we're um, advising people to get their tickets. There's limited seating, okay. and tickets have been going very, very fast. Okay. It is $35 um, for adults, $25 for seniors um, and students, and amazing food, you know. Yeah. College does an amazing yeah. job. <laughs> Shout outs to Greg. And then, and, uh, go ahead. And so, um, we're, JT will be there. JT of course. will be there. Of course. We'll We've be got there. your table. I can't wait. All right. I can't wait. So, people come out and join us. Um, I think on the on your TV screen it says go to get those tickets, jccmi.edu slash MLK22, or just call our office at 796-8600. And March 19th again is the date for the MLK dinner celebration. So, yeah, we'll be there and uh, look forward to seeing both of you we'll there, be there as well. Kelly Crum with us, Chief Diversity Officer <laughs> at Jackson College and Jacob Innocencio. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. More of the morning show after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back. We are here with one of my all-time favorites from one of my favorite places, WWW, <laughs> Wesley from Veritas, right across the street. Yeah. Your initials are WWW. Yep, Wesley Whitman, full name. I uh, love it. Any nice. history behind that name? Uh, yes. I'm Parents after, are comedians, so that's yeah. what it is. <laughs> Parents love, love alliteration, apparently. Uh, but I'm named after uh, Wesley Crusher from Star Trek The Next Generation, and his full, his actor's name is William Wheaton. So my parents just took both names and uh, threw it together and cursed, well, cursed me with an eternal joke. And well, here I we think are it's today. A, it's a very stately name. I it, love it. It works. It gives me, gives me multiple nicknames I can pull from. Wes, <laughs> Lee, William... Bill, what which I uh, go with William when I'm off of work and Wesley when I'm at work. You Wesley's do. really easy to remember, so yeah. it's, it's yeah. a fun one. Oh, very yeah. cool. Good to know. All right, Wesley. So today's one of my favorite days. It's Monday, which means I get to be here with you, and we get to remind everybody that it's 20% off sushi and wine, which everybody needs a glass of wine today. Red I wine to so. warm up, and maybe one of the tempura rolls to help fill yeah. up their bellies. Yep, all sushi. Yep, all sushi is 20% off, uh, and all bottles of wine. Uh, under $100 are 20% off, so you can get a bottle of wine. If you don't finish it, you can take it home. Uh, and that includes sake as well. So if you want to pair sake with your sushi, sake is technically wine. Oh, we're nice. happy to do it. Nice. So and we, have, uh, we have an amazing selection of sakes available. So. Awesome. How no, is oh. it being open on Mondays now? Uh, it's been good. I mean, we've been, uh, we were nervous to see how the local Jacksonites would enjoy uh, Monday service, and it's been going very yeah. well. We've been excited to see everyone in, uh, coming out and supporting us on Mondays. We added a new special to continue that uh, drive for support yeah. and to uh and to show that we uh we're trying to improve every day it's it's been being received well we're excited it's great we're doing a lot of business lunches sushi so it's uh it's been a great time 
No, Monday's, Va- Monday's been successful. Valentine's Day, three weeks away, which yes. uh, always creeps up on uh, at least men. Speak- mean, speaking of a Monday, speaking Valentine's Day is yeah. coming up on a Monday. Speaking, speaking of. Now, you guys have a, a, a great special going for Valentine's Day, and, and you don't have to go just on Valentine's Day. No, we're doing four days of Valentine's Day oh, this nice. year to make sure that you can get the reservation yeah. in. Because, you know, it's always been the problem in the... Not last year, due to everything going on, but the year before, Valentine's Day is really hard to get uh, everyone booked in at one time. So, uh, we're doing four days. Uh, we're Perfect. doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Nice. Uh, it is a $100 ticket, and then it is a limited menu that's absolutely outstanding. We developed uh, things that we've never put on our menu before, Ooh. and kind of uh, some old classics from Valentine's previous. So, it's just... Do I say lobster? Lobster, yes. We're doing... Uh, we are going to have lobster on a menu in a couple different places. One of them is going to be an appetizer of a lobster roll that as uh, our, one of our cooks, Steve, has made an amazing little heart-shaped roll and has been working really hard in getting that. He nice. learned that from our sushi chef, Bo, oh and has been really excitedly uh, oh, putting that awesome. together. And it's just adorable. And so we're doing our lobster roll and a little heart. Wesley, uh, don't you think you should send us some of those for Monday the 14th? <laughs> oh, we are, we'll have lots around. We're excited for it. <laughs> That's yeah. a great, uh, great price too. Uh, yes. Only uh, hundred and bucks. Yeah. Wow. And it's an appetizer, entree, and absolutely outstanding desserts. Ooh. And champagne. And champagne. That's all of my favorite things. Now gifts. Um, taking your loved one out to dinner is a wonderful treat, but you've got other options too. Look at those beautiful works of yes. art. Yes. Chris. Uh, Chris Kitley makes amazing chocolates, and we've been housing AG chocolates for uh, a little while now as an uh, amazing feature of the front of our restaurant. And he produces some of the best chocolate I've ever had. Nice. And his passion for the craft of chocolatiering is, is outstanding. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, I love the creme brulee. Okay. I've yet to have it on top of our creme brulee, which I still Ooh. joke about <laughs> pretty often. Oh, I like uh, that. And then there's actually a dark chocolate Oreo crumb that is outstanding as well, which I don't think is in that picture, but it is in the bottom corner. I know where they're at because I keep an eye on the stock. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of creme brulee, um, I had my birthday dinner at the restaurant and I had creme brulee as my Great treat choice. and it was fantastic as yes. always. Yes, I love our creme brulees. Yeah, it's soft, so they're delicate, it's delicious. Oh, and, and you somehow you just don't feel as guilty because it's so light. Yeah, it know? didn't seem quite as, uh, yeah. quite as indulgent, <laughs> sure even though it's delicious. Have yeah. you, has Jennifer ever been to Veritas before? I don't think so, no. <laughs> Right. First well, time experiences are important. Now, uh, <laughs> cocktail classes, that's something that's, uh, that's going to be happening. Yes. And, uh, you know, people think Ooh, they know how to make, make a good, good cocktail, but, you know, you could always use a class. Yep. A good cocktail is always important, but we're looking to make people have amazing cocktails. And Jeffrey is uh, our AGM and also our bar manager. He has a ton of experience in the industry and amazing craft and skill. Uh, he's putting together a cocktail class just before Valentine's Day so you can learn to make some drinks for your partner. Love potion sounds yeah. good. Love potion. Uh, you can have drinks that uh, he's going to be putting together quite a few different uh, concoctions. They're all going to be kind of streaming across the screen here. And they're all uh, both Ooh, plays on. Yes, that one is outstanding. The foam. Uh, so that one's kept a little bit down. But uh, if you continue to add the soda that goes on top, the foam will extend above Ooh. the glass by a few inches. It's an absolutely just showpiece of I a drink. I need that. Oh that looks delicious. delicious. Ooh. Jeffrey is amazing. He's got a couple classics, and he's also made a couple originals for this class to kind of show people how to build drinks and 
uh, be creative, but also make sure that things are balanced and delicious. These are kind of like those chocolates, works of art. Like These, they're so pleasing yes. to the eye too. Jeffrey does a great job, and so do all of our bartenders, just making yeah. sure that drinks are immaculate and yeah. ready to go. So nice. if someone wants to do the cocktail class, how do they? Uh, uh, so that can be booked via eventbrite.com. Okay. And there'll be a full ticket event. We're expecting cool. to have uh, between 25 and 40 guests, I believe. So okay. it's going to awesome. be not overly large, still an intimate class uh, where you can get hands experience and how to make these drinks at home. Is that in the back room? Yep, it'll be in okay. our parlor room. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Right, I have a special request. Most ability to help. Okay. <laughs> so I love an appetizer called the scotch egg. Have you ever had one? Yes. Okay. Yes, I love scotch eggs. I love scotch eggs too. Do you think that'd be a good addition to your appetizer menu? I don't know if it would go, it kind of, it I agree probably with wouldn't fit with. Stop it. it That's because you're allergic to eggs. With our theme incredibly well, but it would be something that I know We've made in the past as specials, and we've also done for uh, to-goes and things like mm. that. So I know we've made them. I'm not sure if we're going to throw it on our main menu, but it might be a feature you'll see okay. sometime. I need an SOS when you have the feature, because well, <laughs> they're fantastic. I'll and be on specifically to let you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you very so much. No. Now, uh, like nice spicy sauce. For people who fast. haven't been in, in, into uh, Veritas yet, this is a great opportunity to uh, check out uh, one of downtown Jackson Gems. It's a uh, great place, great experience, and uh, the staff is is wonderful. You're going to have a great experience. Yes, we're we're looking to make the best restaurant in not just Jackson, but in all of Southwest Michigan, and eventually in the Midwest. Like we want to be an experience for everyone in the area, and to show what Jackson and Michigan has to offer, yeah. and that is excellent service, excellent food, people who aren't just looking to serve but looking to create an experience that is vital to what the industry is and what the restaurant bring it's not just about getting food and going home it's about uh, coming out with your loved ones and enjoying something that you will remember the rest of your life yeah. and that's what veritas is here to try to offer uh, is something that you're going to remember and want to come back for over and over again because it was something that is uh, emblazoned in your brain is a is a great thing yeah. and that's what we want i've done this for 10 years on all of those years, I've loved my job and enjoyed everything I've done. But since coming to Veritas, especially working with this company, I've uh, my passions are higher. Like, this cares as much as possible about its guests and about making sure that people uh, will remember us and will continue to come back and enjoy and as a, uh, this experience. As a guest, I couldn't agree more. Thank so you. Exactly uh, how your guests feel when they are there and when they leave. So yeah. we're we're happy. We, we're happy to continue doing it and just show the passion that we have. Yeah. So so Valentine's Day. Your uh, reservation at Veritas for a truly memorable Valentine's Day meal. Wesley Whitman, front of the house manager. Always good to see you. Always good to see you as well. And we'll uh, see you very soon. Hopefully, yeah, I'll but, be over there. Sounds good. Wesley Whitman from Veritas. We'll be right back after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. With us now to talk about Homeless Count Day 2022 is Jim Bradley. Good morning. Morning. So Homeless 
Count Day. It's something that uh, I'm a little bit familiar with uh, mm. from a few years ago, but Homeless Count Day is in two, it's in two days in yep. Jackson. Talk a little bit about what that means. Sure. Like the technical name of it is Pit Count. Okay. I love how all of our organizations love all of the little acronyms yeah. and whatnot. So point in time is what okay. it stands for. Okay. The question is, how many homeless do you have on one specific day at that specific okay. point in time? So it's similar to like a school count day. Okay. The, where the principal's always like, make sure your kids are yeah. in school this day because right. we so, turn into... So all your volunteers will be working on the mm -hmm. same day around the time. Yeah, 6 a.m. is when we gather. Um, we already have numbers of people who are in shelters uh, and things like that because obviously the shelter can document things like that. We need to find it when homeless are out on the street. Yeah. And differently depending on if you're couch surfing in a shelter mm -hmm. or living out in the street. So it always somehow ends up being the coldest day of the year. <laughs> no once it was like in the middle of a polar vortex, mm. um, but we get out there and we try to find as many undocumented uh, living on the street people as we can, because those are numbers that we especially need to know that day. And for informational uh, mm -hmm. reasoning, why do we do this count? Yeah, uh, so there's plenty of homelessness in Jackson, and if we want to be able to help them, um, that means we need the funds to do so. So the organizations around Jackson that uh, need the funds because they work with the homeless. Some of those, we turn in the numbers to the government. The government then uh, says, okay, so based on your numbers, it seems that you around this amount of homelessness in your area. And uh, here's, here's some funds to help with that, which is great, but you know, uh, you can never find all of them. Mm -hmm. So the more volunteers you have and the more who get out there um, and search all the different areas, the more we're able to say of, of what we're dealing with. And then the more funds are able to come in, which can then go to not only help people dealing with homelessness, but help prevent the issues that lead to homelessness in the first place, which uh, it's the Jackson County uh, continuum of care that puts this whole thing on. And every month when I sit in these meetings, there's a million different, <laughs> uh, all different kinds of issues that can lead to people ending up in these places sure. in the first place. Sure, and, and a lot of times it's, it, you know, it's, it's not that person's fault, you yeah. know, a lot of mm -hmm. the times. Talk about the awareness that's really uh, created by this day. Yeah, so uh, if you end up showing up for the count and you go uh, and you find no one, I believe it is completely worth doing nonetheless because yeah. you end up out there in the freezing cold in a polar vortex. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times you find the proof of where they're staying even if you don't yeah. find them, you know, like right under a bridge with this much space to sleep mm -hmm. with a tent that's been attached to the top and maybe even an electric cord running into the tent from who knows where, mm. you know, and you just realize this is one's living condition. Yeah. Uh, you can't come back from that. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't find any, once you find the evidence of what it's like to, to be like this, it just starts getting you yeah. more aware and wanting to serve in other ways to then help the problem. And it's, it's you know, it's not as evident in, in Jackson, Michigan, you know, if you're just, you know, driving around your daily life as if mm -hmm. you were in Chicago or San Francisco, but, but the problem, there is a problem here. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I could actually point to a few places right here downtown that you probably don't know about where there are things set up. You know, we yeah. have a, in Jackson a lot of like little urban forests. Okay. <laughs> uh, and if you walk far enough into any of them, you'll find a band 
buildings or tents or things put mm -hmm. up here and there and, and whatnot. So uh, sometimes it's, it's literally right in front of us and we idea because the ones that we're most used to seeing homeless are the ones who yeah. may be gathering money on the streets. Where your uh, passion uh, for, for this type of service work come from? Yeah, um, so I lived in Chicago for a month uh, for, I guess that's not called living. <laughs> I was in Chicago for a month for a class that I had to do in college, and I just ran into homeless people all over the place. Uh, and I was starting to be a pastor, which I've now done for 10 years. Um, and that really uh, it made me realize one of the things that I wanted to do in pastoring was, was help the homeless. Because uh, for me, you know, not only was Jesus homeless, but he said, when you serve the homeless, you serve Jesus. So you need to show, oh, yeah. show everybody your Jesus shirt. was homeless right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so when you serve the homeless, you serve Jesus. And therefore, in my mind, as a pastor, I was like, that's that's what I, I really want to do. So we started at our church something called Dinner Church, where we have dinner attached to our service. Nobody has to stay for the whole thing. It's up to them. Um, but we started meeting tons and tons of impoverished and homeless people coming in who were very much in need of of all kinds of things like this and that just uh, opened my eyes even more to the bigger struggle of, of what it means to deal with poverty and the societal issues that lead to all that so it's become a big passion for both the ministry and in my partnership with the continuum of care to try to figure out how we can solve the problem together how can we and the viewers best help mm -hmm this cause and help you with the cause? Yeah, so the easiest way with this particular event is just show up at 6A. We'll give you a map as to the area you and your checking um, with some specific places to go check out and then you'll just pop in there and, and see what you can find. It may take you, I would say, an hour is pretty standard. Others will end up just driving down the highway, out uh, rest stops because this is all the county. Um, and other places that we know uh, homeless are at. Um, and the more hands we have on deck, the quicker it goes and the more efficient we are at, at finding people. So, so 6 a.m. and you meet where? Uh, 1208 Greenwood Church, which is located at 1208 Greenwood Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, help in this and still probably get in, get to work in time. Yeah. Yep, yep. So there's no excuses when yeah. it comes to that, other than I woke up and how cold it was and, yeah. and didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah, I think uh, when you realize that folks are homeless, you should be able to uh, get out of bed a little easier. Uh, so. My girls noticed um, with the cold weather, you know, this summer there seemed to be an abundance of homeless on the streets. And like you said, yeah. they're, they're a little bit more noticeable when they're panhandling or approaching mm -hmm. you. And my girls astutely noticed last week and said, Mom, where did the homeless people go? You know, where are they? And, and it was cold, it was blowing and windy. Are our shelters overwhelmed? Are they going to shelters? Where, where are they? Yeah, there's different places. Interface Shelter, of course, is like the main uh, um, pillar in Jackson for um, serving the homeless and making sure they have a roof over their heads. But we're all familiar that when we hit more desperate times, we'll take more desperate measures. So that person that we were trying to avoid crash, uh, couch crashing for so long, eventually we just said, I, I can't keep doing this. Or someone who really didn't want to go to the shelter, because mm -hmm. it's the same with homeless people. You know, Nobody wants to go yeah. to a shelter, and right. that includes those who... Have, uh, I can't tell you the amount of times in ministry I've met someone who's like, you gotta go to the shelter. Like, I'm not gonna do that. So right. mm. I understand that hurts and like just our pride, you know, none yeah. of us wanna officially have the label of I needed to find mm -hmm. a home shelter. But um, 
yeah, colder weather will eventually get you to a point of, of saying, I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah. So, and that's part of the difficulty in Michigan that this always happens in January. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, nonetheless, it Do they only count once a year? We only count once a year. Yep. Okay. I feel like it needs to be a January and July thing because like, yeah. like the numbers might be different. Yeah, they would probably be severely different. Oh, yeah. But um, I unfortunately can't make government yeah. rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks uh, for everything you're doing uh, mm -hmm. for the homeless in our community. And yeah. uh, again, 1208 Green. And that is the 26th at 6 a.m., correct? 6 a.m. Awesome. Jim and Bradley, thanks for joining us this thanks morning. We appreciate it. Yeah. More of the morning show right after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. School board meetings have been ridiculous lately. <laughs> And uh, I think this might be the uh, craziest one that we've seen. Let's take a look. Oh, I can't wait. Dates. My child, my children will not come to school on Monday with a mask on. All right. That's not happening. And I will bring every single gun loaded and ready to, I, I will call every. Okay. That's three minutes. You've gone past your time. It's a policy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll see y'all on Monday. That is a threat of violence. It's very much so a threat of violence. So what happened next? I don't know. That's in uh, Page County, Virginia. And uh, she was arrested because that's absolutely ridiculous. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about how just through this COVID thing, at first we all came together, you mm. know, it was warm and fuzzy and all of a sudden bad behavior is just at an all time high on all ends. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Everybody's behaving poorly. And I thought, okay, if the world writes itself tomorrow, is everybody going to start behaving themselves? Or have we gone past the point of just common sense and common decency? It's funny you should mention that, Jennifer, because a story out of Midland High School uh, really questions uh, society in general. You've seen this story, right? I saw this this so, weekend. So, you know, terrible for the Midland uh, uh, superintendent who had to... Okay, so anyways, there was a rumor going around saying that litter boxes were placed in the school for... Do you know for what? For... Furries. Furries. And the mm -hmm. only reason I'm familiar with that is an episode of Entourage I watched years <laughs> ago. Okay, I can't believe you just said that. So anyways... Yeah, that's not true. There, there are no little litter boxes in Midland. So that was not true. Not true. Okay, no litter so, boxes in Midland. But can we say what the story said? Yeah, I mean, go it ahead. said that. So, my furry experience was we were at a hotel in Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and there were these dragons, and I'm like, oh, so cool. You know, they're like all dressed up. I want my daughters to get a picture with them. No, it's like some weird. No, yeah. I shouldn't say weird, but it's a, just a thing that people do. And they were saying they identified as furries. Well. On that note. On that note. Reminder, Valentine's Day at Veritas. Book your Valentine's Day dinner. Hey, Jennifer, that was Thank you for uh, being with us today. Thank you. That's all for today. We'll see you this afternoon. Bye-bye.
Welcome to this week's episode of The Locker Room, brought to you by County National Bank. Coming up on today's show, high school basketball highlights from all around the Jackson area, Lumen Christie and Jackson United hockey highlights, and Ducks of Mid-Michigan presents the Scholar Athlete of the Week. All coming up right now on The Locker Room. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations. 